Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and Modern Rehab Mastery, our hybrid online and live mentoring program. And with me, my co-host is Dr. Andrew Rothschild. How's it going today, Andrew? Good, Urson. How you doing? I'm great. You know, I am well-rested and stress-free after our last podcast. Oh, Excellent. I, uh, it's not because I took a nap, but it's mostly because I wanted to take a nap, (laughs) but also I just love naps. I mean, my, I don't really take power naps. I take, uh, sleeps during the day when I had a chance. I remember when I first went with my wife, she's like, you don't nap. You actually sleep during the day. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, when I finally cleaned that up and I went plant-based, I didn't feel like I needed a nap before I was plant-based. I was always exhausted every afternoon. I had to have like two, three cups of coffee a day. Um, I had to sleep for like two, three hours in the afternoon to catch up if I wasn't working that afternoon. And, you know, weekends, it was always a joke for uh, people in a neighborhood that uh, you don't, oh, don't disturb the religiosos between two and 4 p.m. because (laughs) everyone is sleeping in the house. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I if you haven't listened to the last episode of what I called a stroke of genius of Andrew's best PT appointment ever, um, I think you should give it a listen. So, I have a similar case to Andrew's from two episodes ago, the 13% of the time it happens every time. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it starts off very similar. You know, we all have our biases and a... A local PT who was a student of mine contacted me for a current uh, lumbar problem. It's been going on for at least, I think, two to three months or so. She's had it for several times in the past, 
Uh, it's always resolved just basically doing straight plane press-ups um, on its own, usually within one or two weeks, and she's been able to go about her job as a home care PT. And this time, uh, she just had severe radiating leg pain. Um, I should also say that she had numbness and like a L5, L5, L5S1 dermatome. Same thing with the, the pain. It was sharp. It was very bad at night. She could barely, uh, she had a lot of disturbed sleep. Every time she rolled over, she would get sharp shooting pain. And she also had difficulty sitting, difficulty walking, weight bearing throughout the day. First session, um, I found she couldn't really tolerate side glides that much. Um, I, I gave her uh, kind of prolonged hips offset in prone. She was able to do that, and uh, her symptoms were a bit better in weight bearing. She was able to weight bear better. Um, so the plan, the recovery plan was basically uh, that a lot for 20 to 30 minutes a day, several times a day, go for two walks a day. I'm really big, especially with my spinal patients, to just break up whatever activity and positions are kind of triggering or sensitizing your system by going for two walks a day. And, you know, you can combine that with listening to your favorite music or calm or headspace to kind of be mindful while you're walking and not let things add up and de-stress at the same time. I wanted her to hydrate and, and uh, sleep, working on sleep hygiene was tough just because um, she really had difficulty sleeping just due to the pain. Uh, about two, two days into it, she said she was feeling better, but the roadkill wasn't quite working out as well. So instead, I kind of switched it to a lumbar roll position, um, and I had her involved side on the on the table or the bed, as opposed to what the traditional manual therapy would do is the uninvolved side off to gap it. So we we're trying to load that side, and she said that worked really, really well, and it really improved her hip pain, and along with that in the walks, after about a week or so, she had almost no pain. Um, or very minimal pain during all ADL. She was able to go um, about her day, able to go on her 15, 20 minute walks twice a day. And um, overall during the day, ADLs were, were very good. However, she really, uh, she still struggled at night. She still had a lot of that constant paresthesia and sharp pain when she, anytime she would roll. So we worked on kind of bracing and lumbar rolling, uh, log rolling, I should say, and that really helped. Um, so we went about that. I also taught her how to do a little, um, kind of light ISTM to the paresthesia. I gave her some sliders, um, peroneal sliders, which I thought would help. And if that didn't work, I also said, you know, you can try some rock tape or Kinito tape just to kind of further desensitize that continuous paresthesia area she had in L5S1. So we're about maybe two, two or three visits in again, everything's quite a bit better. Um, she only has the pain at night. And I just kind of thought, well, you know, what is the difference really? Like, what is the difference between a sideline position and, you know, all weight bearing positions? And I, I, I said, why don't you try, like, if you have a gait belt, try wrapping it around your hips as tight as possible and then, you know, rolling around in bed to see if it would help. And she said, oh, yeah, you know, I could roll to the left and not to the right. So I said, okay, well, a gait belt doesn't really work as well as an SI belt. So, you know, I I gave her a break on um, my never-to-be-sold, but I have a lot in stock and warehouse, edge stability belt, which is basically like an SI belt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, got it, she got it maybe a couple days later, and she said it was like the first night she hasn't had that sharp pain. Oh, wow. Ever. Yeah, in, in months. 
Um, so, and I, you know, I think the, the same thing that kind of threw you off other than our clinical biases, and it actually happens less than 10% or 13% of the time was that radiating pain, right? I mean, you don't typically see sharp, especially radicular hers was as, as she described it as a PT, you know, L5 S1 dermatome, um, plus pain or paresthesia below the knee. You typically don't see that in an SI presentation. It's more diffuse, right? Cause it's not ridiculous. Right. It's usually not below the knee, so I think that's what really threw me off. But when I really, when I really thought about, you know, what, what is the, what is the issue with loading? What exactly is getting sensitized? And it might have been just some sort of, you know, pressure to her um, SI ligaments, or somehow her SIJ was getting sensitized via s- lateral weight bearing, essentially. Interesting. Yeah. So after, after wearing it, um, you know, she was, she was really happy and, and very grateful. I haven't had a follow-up since then um, in terms of she had better nights of sleep, but I know that she was very excited. And I, I thought too, um, I might think that it is more common than, than 10% or maybe um, there's other things that we can look at, especially if it's, if it's a more of a unilateral loading issue and you've tried all the lumbar unilateral loading, maybe you should just try some simple belted stabilization and see if it helps. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've learned too, just from my experience as well, is that you know I had sort of dismissed, been too easily dismissive, I guess sometimes. But I think that's a nice sort of from a clinical pattern, like you just said, that unilateral loading that just does not seem to be responding to a, to a lumbar um, direction preference as you would expect it to. Start to start thinking about other things potentially. Right. And that's what the um, the McKenzie studies showed from uh, quite a long time ago is if unilateral or if repeated loading uh, is inconclusive or does not respond, basically just belt them. You know, you can try your SIJ provocation tests, but right. in a way, sidelining like that and having severe pain is its own kind of SI provocation test. You know, it's very similar to like I guess if you want to call it testing for in-flare or out-flare or, or whatever compre- you want to call it. Compression, I mean, yeah. compression in a way. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was, that's what I was looking at. Cause I, I don't, I hate the term in-flare and out-flare cause it, to me it seems like so osteopathic and pathoanatomical, but yeah, SI compression and distraction. Yeah. All right. So you can find both Andrew and I at Modern Rehab Mastery. Our next cohort is starting soon. Check it out. ModernRehabMastery.com. It's four months with four mentors and we are starting in a week or two uh, to date this podcast, end of September 2020. Awesome. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, So go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy. Um, in U.S., Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.